Welcome to Cyberspin, the podcast that brings you expert insights to today's hot topics in cybersecurity, privacy, and compliance for highly regulated industries. Subscribe to Cyberspin on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or your preferred podcast platform, and a transcript of each episode can be found at redspin.com. Hi, welcome back to Cyberspin. This episode is all about Robert Teague, our CMMC registered practitioner at Redspin. We'll be chatting with Robert today and getting to know him. Hey, Rob, how's it going? Good, Lauren. How are you? I'm doing excellent. So happy to be here with you. Same. Thank you for having me. Well, so first things first, kind of a serious question. What do you prefer, Rob or Robert? (laughs) Rob, please. (laughs) Okay. Only Robert when you're in trouble. Okay. So I want to get to know you a little bit, Rob. I think it's helpful to dive into the mind of Rob Teague for our clients and colleagues, because in the field you're in, the work is very team orientated. I mean, when an organization partners with Synergistic or Redspin, it isn't a digital relationship. It's face to face. Tell us a little bit about that relationship and also go into a little detail on what you do at Redspin and Synergistic. Sure. Yes, you're exactly right, Lauren. Teamwork is one of the big things that we do, both at Synergistic and with Redspin. We like to think of ourselves as an extension of the teams that we work with. So when we have clients, um, it's important for them to know that we're, we're not there to point fingers at them. We're not there to laugh at them when we find a mistake or a gap. We think of ourselves as an extension of their team, a third eye that comes out and says, hey, you already know that you're missing this or this isn't right. But we can also find some things that they don't normally see because they just don't think about it. The partnership that we do with them, if they have any issues during the assessment and afterwards, they contact us even now. I was just on yesterday with one of our clients. They contact us all the time to ask questions. Sometimes they'll bring us in and we'll sit in their huddles with their actual engineer teams and it's almost like we're a part of the team. The other great thing about it is that I'm just one of many. So if I can't answer the question that they may pose to me, I've got other folks that I can turn to within the organization that are quick to respond so that we can get that information back to the client. Uh, My role currently with Redspin is I'm one of the CMMC registered practitioners, one of seven. We work closely with Tony Bunger, our provisional certified assessor. With Synergistic, Redspin is our non-healthcare division. With Synergistic, it is mostly focused on the healthcare organizations, although not solely, but that is the most for them. And I'm an information security consultant with them. On both roles or both organizations, the same uh, work ethic applies, the same teamwork applies. We take working with our clients serious because it is a serious business. And we hold that to heart, which I think makes us different than a lot of organizations. Some just come in, do an assessment, give you paperwork. We actually come in and embed ourselves with your team. So even if it's a virtual assessment, we embed ourselves with the team and we try to get to know you and the team as much as possible, as as well as the processes and procedures so that we can assist you. Sounds like a really great philosophy that is probably very effective. So stepping back a little bit, mm-hmm. where are you from? And tell us about your professional journey that led you to become a CMMC registered practitioner for Redspin. Sure. So I actually took the long journey. <laughs> so I'm originally from Long Beach, California, and then moved when I was younger to San Diego, California, where I actually stayed all the way till I joined the military, the U.S. Army in 1988. So 
I did over 30 years with the U.S. Army. Started out in communications, but the job that I originally signed up for morphed into, as of course, as networks started growing, the internet started growing, it morphed into information technology. And so as I worked my way, I was enlisted. So as I worked my way through the ranks into the leadership roles, it became more of leading information technology teams, ensuring that we were in compliance with DOD regulations, ensuring the users were, were practicing safe and secure methods of how they were interacting. And you had to do that with the different enclaves that you had of, you know, the non-secret, the secret and the top secret network. So as I moved through, I finished my career with the U.S. Army as a command sergeant major of a signal battalion that we had almost 700 uh, soldiers, civilians, and contractors that we led for downrange is a term I'm sure most of you are familiar with that, but in the Middle East while we were deployed and uh, we were spread throughout nine different countries. So the entire time we were putting signal soldiers in austere environments to provide networks for the warfighter. Um, that role and the, that leadership kind of, and, and you know, the teamwork that comes with the military kind of spills over. And when I retired from the army, it was kind of interesting because I think I was two weeks into retirement when my wife said, no, for real, you need to go get a job because you're driving me nuts. <laughs> so I didn't want to just go work for anybody. I knew that I wanted to work for an organization that had the same mindset, if you will, of teamwork, of caring, uh, not just for each other and their employees, but for the clients that they work for. When Synergistic first came to my mind and I did my first interview. And from that first interview, I knew this was the right organization for me. Not all of our employees are have a military background. Most do. A lot of the folks on my team, it's about half and half. I do, for Synergistic, I work the Southeast region of the United States. And so we meet weekly, virtually, because we're spread across the United States. Humor is a big part of what we do. and. Um, it's just this camaraderie that honestly, I stepped right out of the military where most folks miss the camaraderie. I walked right into an organization that has it. What's great about Redspin is that so far, our certified assessor, Tony, and the other registered practitioners all have some type of military background. So we fully understand the contracting arena. And that's why this is so important. And we try to bring the, the perspective of the client. What does the client need to know from us about CMMC? The biggest thing is that Tony Bunger is on the inside of CMMC. He's on one of the first provisional certified assessors. So he gets a lot of information that's not normally put out in the public arena. So our weekly meetings discuss some of those changes that are happening within CMMC, which gives us, I don't want to say an edge, but more of a, an ability to start preparing for changes that may be coming. But most importantly, it's the information that comes out. And then as we have our weekly huddles, it's like, okay, what? how can this information assist the organization seeking certifications, right? And then when we come out to do an assessment with them, or when we come out to actually certify them, how can this information help them? And that's what we're really trying to do at Redspin. We're not trying to really corner the market as some of the organizations are. We're more about helping these organizations get the contracts that they're looking for. 
Yeah, Rob, I can attest to a lot of what you're talking about. As a synergistic employee, it's awesome to work for an organization that has an ethical purpose, an organization that performs meaningful services, like helping protect organizations from threat. Um, Also, like you said, our team at both Redspin and Synergistic is awesome. Both teams are packed with recognized industry experts. Okay, so Rob, in your opinion, what are the top issues the cybersecurity industry is facing today? Warren, that is a great question. Honestly, the issues the industry is facing today have been around forever. They're just more prominent now. One of the biggest, obviously, is ransomware. And I'm talking in the health industry right now. They were specifically targeted earlier this year. And it's very scary to know that an aggressive actor can come in take control of a pharmacy and completely shut it down to where patients can't get any medication. And that's kind of the real world now that the healthcare organizations are sitting in. So if you think about that and you transfer that to the DOD industry and a lot of these organizations that are seeking contracts, it's just as scary because you're you're holding CUI data or data that is very important for the security of our nation. And the last thing you want somebody to do is come into your network, hold that for ransom, get you to pay some kind of money to release it to you. Well, guess what? They've already got the information now. Okay, and on the Redspin side of things, you're helping lead CMMC assessment services. From what you've seen so far, what are the biggest hurdles or challenges for contractors who need CMMC compliance? So that is a great question also. So there are many challenges. First thing to let organizations seeking contracts to know is that if you're seeking a level one certification, honestly, the practices or the the criteria that you must meet, you're already performing. So, so don't panic, okay? The level three contracts that require the level three certification is gonna be a little more in depth. Uh, as we discussed with Helby Longoria from FIU in the last, our last podcast, you know, there's a lot of concerns of how you get there. Everything has to be documented, not just documented. The personnel must understand the policies. They must practice them and demonstrate that they are on a daily basis daily basis practicing those procedures. The biggest, I think, issue they're going to have is trying to decide how they're going to contain the CUI data. Most of these organizations, their sole purpose is just this DOD contract, so it won't be too too hard for them. But for somebody like Helvey or the other clients out there that may have more than one aspect of their organization. The biggest challenge is how do you contain that CUI within the network they've already have? And, you know, do you create a little secret hub inside there or do you just create a total separate network? These are things that they're they're struggling with trying to figure out. And that's where, you know, we at Redspin, we, we went through the same issues uh, because we ourselves have to be certified at these levels. We've been there, done that, know what you got to do, have some great recommendations for you. We're not going to tell you what to do, but we'll give you recommendations on what you can do. And when we give you those recommendations, we're thinking of your company as a whole. For example, it may be a small company that doesn't have a lot of revenue. So we're going to think of some ways that are cost saving for you to contain that CUI data. But the biggest challenge is how do you contain that? How do you document where it's contained and everything about that data and make sure that all of your employees are practicing what you have documented? In your responses, I'm hearing a lot of talk about your team. Mm -hmm. So describe the team you work with immediately Mm -hmm. with one word, one word only. 
Oh boy, dedicated. I was hinging on passionate. <laughs> but that I think dedication is the biggest thing. They understand how important the CMMC is. We all have that military background. We all understand how important that information is and the detriments that could happen if it's leaked out to aggressive actors. So we understand how important that is and we are dedicated to whoever brings us on board to assisting you. We're going to use our experience, our certifications, our training, everything to help you get that contract, but more importantly, to protect that data. And hey, let's not leave out passionate. I mean, working (laughs) with your team, you guys are passionate. I think that's pretty clear. It comes across in our podcasts and just working with you guys directly. I can tell you love what you do. Segwaying on that passion, Rob, tell us what you do for fun. What do you do on the weekends and outside of work? (laughs) Actually, you know, during during assessments and visitations with clients, they ask that a lot because just like we want to get to know them, they want to get to know us. So uh, there's three big things that I do in my off time. So one is I'm a drummer. I picked up the drums when I returned from my last deployment. I don't want to say I'm famous, but around the house I am for making a lot of noise. The other thing that I do is a little more interesting. I work at the Atlanta Motor Speedway with NASCAR. I do on-track cleanup and crew services. So I am in turn three in the cleanup three truck. So whenever the vehicles, you know, the race cars crash or whatever the case may be, we go out, pick up the parts. If there's fluid on the track, we dry the track, but you have to be very thorough and you have to keep your your head on a swivel. Well, we'll be on the track cleaning up and these cars will come by at about 140, 130, 140 miles an hour. And literally, you know, they're like three feet from you. So if you're not prepared for that, it will definitely scare you. I I liken all of that to what I do with security because it's the same. Your head has to be on a swivel. You got to constantly be prepared for the worst. The other thing that I do is, you know, I spent so many years in the military fighting for those that couldn't fight for themselves. And over that time, you know, I've gained a, a passion for enjoying life. And when I say enjoying life, I don't mean jumping from an airplane or bungee jumping because that's that's testing life, right? Uh, I've already tested life. I don't need to do that. I, I'm more about relaxing. So, you know, the wife and I will go kayaking and swim with the manatees. So enjoying life and family time is very important to me. So last but not least, Rob, I'm really excited for this question. What do you think is important about the cybersecurity, privacy, and compliance industry? We're not the favorite industries (laughs) in the organizations, right? So, but we understand the relative, relativeness of it and how important it is. Most folks, your average user does not think about that. And I I give you an example and, and we'll use social media. You know, the average user will use the health industry. They'll take photos uh, and they mean well. It's not like it's anything unintentional. Uh, They mean well. They're taking photos of their teams that they work with, say, an emergency room during the COVID crisis and saying, you know, talking about how they're persevering. It's a fantastic thing. The problem is their badges are exposed. So who thinks about that? Those of us that are in the cybersecurity, privacy, and compliance industry, because that badge can be fabricated and used in a social engineering attack back against the hospital where people can get into areas they're not supposed to be. So without these three 
areas of cybersecurity, privacy, and compliance, these types of things would happen often and the average user would not be aware of that. So it's it's vital that these teams continuously train the user in these things. Problem is, is that for us in these arenas, we're not the favorite because we come around as dad, if you will, or mom, the don't do that, you can't do that. And um, after a while, that kind of tolls on people, but it's very important that we continue to do that. If somebody's got to be the bad guy in order to save data, the safety of users, employees, etc., call on me. I'll be your bad guy every day. Yeah, unfortunately, cybersecurity, privacy, compliance is not always the favorite <laughs> in modern day business world. However, it is necessary and it's kind of our job to change that thought. And I think just by kind of getting to know you, this might help change that dialogue a bit. I hope so. Biggest challenge, I think, also that the cybersecurity industry is having, and mostly the information security departments, is funding, right, and resources. So in a hospital environment, you know, you're trying to get a NAC, a network access control solution that costs, mm, just throw a number, three, four hundred thousand dollars and the hospital is telling you, no, we need a new x-ray machine that's going to cost us $1.8 million. So our funding needs to go there. Why is your net network access control solution so important? And so I've been there. I've done that. Everybody on our team has been there and lived that. So that's where we share our experiences of how you can get that information, the data involved with it, right, across to the executives so that they understand why that next solution is important. Yeah, well, Rob, it's been such a pleasure to have you in the spotlight for this session. Thank you so much. And folks, there you have it, Rob's cybersecurity privacy compliance ethos. Thank you so much, Rob. Thanks, Lauren, for having me.